This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. It is time for our very special guest who's in studio with us this evening. Jordan Bailey, singer-songwriter from Melbourne in Victoria. He but is, was from was from Queensland. Was from Queensland. Now living in, in Geelong. We've hijacked him. He's out now. Him. He's Melbourne-based. Welcome, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. How are you going? Good, thanks. You you come up from Geelong this evening, so we're very appreciative of that for uh, driving up just, just for us. Appreciate it. Uh, it's yeah. only 40 minutes <laughs> off the freeway now. <laughs> now, I'm 20 years old, originally from Queensland. Yep. What were you into growing up, I guess, musically? What were you into? Uh, I played the saxophone for 10 years, and so uh, throughout school I was in um, jazz bands and orchestras and stuff like that and only up until grade grade 12 did I start writing music. Uh, I knew I could kind of sing but I just started in playing covers and mm. and um, then I just got all of a sudden just started writing songs and got really into it. When did you realise that you could sing? Oh, um, that you just sort of oh, I was in the I choir. Can, from, I can sing. <laughs> I was in the choir for, up in, like, from grade 6 so okay. I knew I could sing yeah. As in opera? As in choir? Uh, <laughs> as in school choirs, Brian. Like, acapella groups. Acapella. Yeah, kind of like more boys to men. All right, yeah, cool. <laughs> so why the saxophone? Because it's quite of a... It's a different instrument, I guess. Yeah. Than like guitar, keyboards, or whatever. That's that's right. We had a music program in uh, 2005, um, which was when I was in grade five, and that was just to throw an instrument at every kid. And so I got the saxophone, and that was the only one that stuck to it. Because normally you get, like, the recorder or something. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the saxophone, though. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Kenny G fan? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. You began playing guitar age 16, yep. and then you discovered writing songs. So what were your early songs about? What were you sort of they were writing just about? They were of really life <laughs> cheesy pop love songs oh, <laughs> where's the violin <laughs> did Much. you sing to any lovely lady out there in high school did you uh, serenade or anything like that yeah well there was um, a couple of girls in my life around that that period of grade 10 and 12 I suppose and um, I think the, the single off that EP um, was about um, having to move to Geelong yep. at the end of the year and mm. um, we decided to break that off just before it got too deep and uh, that song was called Breaking the Distance, and that's what I named the EP. That was the first one back in 2012, first and EP. And year 12, your music teacher encouraged you to enter a singing competition, and the prize was you got to record an EP in a studio. Yes, that's right. That's that very, must have been very, quite exciting. I was very fortunate. Um, I, I've written, I wrote four songs by that time, and luckily enough, that was how much I needed for an EP. And so, <laughs> normally, like a normal artist would probably write at least four or five times the amount of songs that are going to be on the, the, the record. So, um, I would probably want to write twenty songs for the next, or thirty songs for my album, or, or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, yeah, so it was a talent competition. So there's all kinds of different talent, um, and I think what got me over the line was. I had a song that um, was my own because a lot of, lot of people were playing covers or, or mm. violin or guitar or something. I had a song that was my own and the producer, uh, he was judging, he very much liked it and um, I was very lucky to record the four-track EP. Do you have any envious mates in your classroom because of that? <laughs> uh, it's interesting. Like, we all kind of had our... Were you the teacher's pet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, uh, we all kind of had our genres. Um, you know, what, my best mate was into sport and it's crazy at that and I was, I was the best at music and yeah. my best was, my mate was the best at art or something like that. So we all kind of had our genres and yeah, I think that's what stuck us together. Because <laughs> on the EP there was there was four songs yep. and there's one called Goodbye which was inspired yeah. by 
the death of your brother. Yeah, that was a very tragic time. Was, um, that must have been hard to go through as a as a teenager. Yeah, I had to. I did. I did the talent comp, and then was supposed to record the next couple of weeks, but I had to prolong that a month just because that's when my brother passed away. Yeah, it's it's tough times. Of how did you get through that emotionally? Uh, well, we we actually got to say goodbye to him because um, oh. in, in 2010. Uh, don't like it's yeah, it's all good it's, but in 2010 yeah. we had another brother that passed away um oh, so and he we, he just he just um didn't wake up so when we didn't get to see him um but in 2012 he was michael he was very sick and he was slowly um all his organs were shutting down in hospital oh. yeah not not to bring the mood down yeah yeah <laughs> um i guess yeah. so you got that those, chance but yeah those, yeah those situations that those tragedies in life they are the best I guess circumstances to write about. Yeah, your well, own emo- your, it's, it's very raw, very emotional, and very, very heartfelt. Absolutely. And others can connect to that, which is very important. Yeah, there's a sense of vulnerability on stage when you've got some kind of story like that. And I think I try to tap into that emotion in every song I write, uh, regardless if it's true or not. Yeah. And um, I can kind of understand that emotion. And yeah, it's it's quite, it's like therapy. <laughs> Do you find you get a little bit more gusto when you're performing that track goodbye yeah, yeah. to an audience? Yeah. 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 Now, you're going to play for us tonight, singing live in studio. Um, yep. Tell us about the track you're going to sing tonight. Uh, this one's called I Won't Believe You. It's on the the last track on the EP, Clear. And um, it's kind of a, I don't know, 6-8 soul rock, kind of a pop rock, I suppose you'd like to call it. Um, the story talks about a relationship I was in where I'm talking in third person because the person I'm singing about is actually me and I'm the girlfriend kind of thing so it's an interesting concept um wearing many hats yeah (laughs) um i suppose there there was um a bit of tragic in the relationship and i was um i was lying a little bit and it wasn't not that i wasn't being unfaithful like it was kind of after the relationship Mm. ended and i was kind of just trying to cut it off yeah it's it's a complicated one it's hard to write about being the bad guy yeah. And um, yeah, and anyway, so that that's how that came out. <laughs> Our special guest in studio tonight is uh, singer songwriter from Geelong. His name's Jordan Bailey. He's going to sing to us, sing for us. Tonight. He's got his guitar out. We're ready to Good go guitar here. Ready. Uh, it's called "I Won't Believe You" from the new EP Clear. This is Jordan Bailey live in the Joy Studios tonight. Well, if you don't do anything, then tell me that everything's fine. And if I hope is perishing, well maybe I'd rather you lie I won't believe you I won't believe you I won't believe you And I won't believe you Live in the Joy Studios tonight, there is Mr. Jordan Bailey with a song from his EP, that song is called I Won't Believe You. Beautiful stuff, Jordan. Great oh, stuff, thank you. Jordan. Thanks for coming in tonight and playing that track for us from the EP, Clear. Now, um, you're from Geelong. You do have some busking in Geelong as well. Where can they find you in Geelong? <laughs> Which street corner are you <laughs> hanging out at, Jordan? Um, I do some busking in Melbourne too. Yeah. Do yeah. Um, so in Geelong... This is kind of selling out, but um, the nightclubs are very popular. Yep. And between the two nightclubs is a good spot where I like to busk. Ah, clever, <laughs> yes. Yep. Now, um, you released uh, a single Voices last June and Spider Man Bedsheets <laughs> in November. Hang on, what? Spider Man Bedsheets? What a really cool title. 
Do you have Spider-Man bed sheets? Yeah, he's got Spider-Man I'm looking at your girlfriend here. Does he have Spider-Man bed sheets? She's not going to confess. <laughs> <laughs> he's not saying me, anything. You're going to get me in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, the new EP um, was released late last month. Um, you spent over 50 hours. That's correct. Uh, 50 exactly, actually. Really? Recording yes. the EP over two months. Uh, what yeah. was the recording process like this time around? It was, uh, it was interesting because we didn't get to record straight. We had to do lots of sections that over a long period of time time um and in a sense that was good because we could kind of hear what we were go- where we're going and maybe we wanted to do a bit of producing work with it which is what we did it was i was very fortunate to record to be the first one to record in the studio um that steve recently built called don't poke the bear so that that was quite quite an, quite an experience a beautiful st- uh, studio and you performed the tracks live at Revolver upstairs in Chapel Street last month. That was probably the best gig I've had so far. I was going to say, what was Did that experience? Did it go well? Like? Yeah, I, I got about 150 through the door. Um, fantastic. And so I was happy with that. I was stressing about the numbers. But um, my band was just fantastic because I was only supposed to have them as a session band. So we had three, four rehearsals. And they, they want to stay on board. So I'm really happy about that. But um, it's really tough being an independent artist. Yeah. It's really tough. And I think... If they can do heaps of live gig, that's where it's at the moment, is Absolutely. the live stuff and just keep playing live. And But yeah. some of your influences are great live performers, things like uh, people like Brian Adams, Ed Sheeran, Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah. Some of our favourites as well. Yeah, I like the I like the 80s and, and, and still like today, how they're still going, like Bon Jovi and Brian Adams. Oh, but, um, I talking. love Brian Adams. Yeah. Love them all. Pulls off great, <laughs> great shows. <laughs> now, I'm also, you prefer to write songs alone. Yeah, not not to like collaborate with other people. Yeah, well, I'm in a I'm in another band um, currently. Not, not, I don't think it's going to last too long. But um, it's called Cross Track. You're doing great stuff on your own, can I just say? Anyway, <laughs> I, I think collaborating would be quite cool. Yeah, um, yeah, should, I've got a couple of projects. I, th- I don't think I've like in, in, when I say I've got a couple of projects. They're bands that have written the music, and I kind of come along with the lyrics and melody um, and be the front man. But <sighs> I would love to collaborate with a singer-songwriter that would just would like to write a song together. And mm. we share equal parts in the music and lyrics and, and melodies, and I reckon that could be something really beautiful. Because on the EP, there's a track called um, Footsteps, which features guitar and saxophone. Let's mm-hmm. hear a bit of that now. Jordan. Oh, thank you. That's really nice. I really appreciate that. It's um, guitar and saxophone together, which is yep. quite unique, and, I guess. And the, percuss- the percussion is on the guitar, too. Oh, so. fantastic. Nice combo. That was, was yeah, very fun. Nice combo. Now, the video for that, lots of running, <laughs> quite dark, it's a bit haunting. Yes. Um, the My film producer, uh, Will Cook from Up Creative, he he, had, he came up with all the ideas, and he was fantastic. Um, so, he got, like, it's hard when you're a songwriter, when you've got the song in mind and the lyrics and all the music that's hard to get an outside perspective mm. of an idea um, so we kind of shared that together and he came up with these beautiful ideas going into the Otway Rangers and running through them and um, yeah and uh, having the dancer and she's just definitely beautiful video it's very sort of haunting and quite you know yeah thanks yeah. The, the colour palette we used was a bit dark and a bit harsh yeah. so it is a bit haunting in that sense too 
But uh, yeah. Our special guest tonight has been singer-songwriter Jordan Bailey. EP, it's called Clear. It is available now from jordanbailey.bandcamp.com. The whole EP on digital format or physical you format. You can. You can also find some of his uh, previous stuff on there as well. Mm-hmm. If you are looking for his earlier stuff and his website, yep, jordanbaileymusic.com. And he is also on Facebook, Jordan Bailey Music. And you can catch him on Instagram, jordanbailey underscore music as well. Thanks for coming in tonight. Thank you for having thanks, me. Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for singing for us. Oh, yes. We always love that. This was just listening to you sing back yeah. then reminded me a little bit of Lifehouse and Five for Fighting. I get to hear that all the time. I get hear that a bit. That's a good thing. Yeah, no, I'm, not, thing. I'm not offended by that at all. <laughs> thanks, Jordan. Thanks again. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.